Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Recorded live. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to our second episode of the CRN Evening Show right here on TalkShoe. My name is Terrence Ward. I am from Arkansas. I'm joined by my co-host, Justin Carasquillo from Miami, Florida. Justin, it is so good to have you back on here again tonight. Yeah, Terrence, absolutely. I am very, very delighted to be on the show again tonight. Um, from sunny Miami, Florida. <laughs> it's funny. Even though it's 10 o'clock at night, absolutely. But today was absolutely gorgeous. So, uh, yes, another night on the Sierra Evening Show. What a blessing to be here. Hey, and I tell you, for our new guests, uh, you know, I called Justin earlier today and shared some great news. And um, we've actually got a caller from Northwest Arkansas. Uh, we'll be taking calls later in the show, but please stay on the line. We'd love to talk to you. Love to. Uh, get your input and uh, see how you have uh, come to know Christ. Or if you don't know Christ and you'd like to to develop that relationship, we'd love to talk to you. But uh, going back to the conversation with Justin earlier today, I stopped by and picked up a few few, uh, books of literature of developing yourself and your relationship with God. There's one, uh, Robert Jeffries did a uh, basically a study plan based on honest-to-God real questions that people ask. We're going to be digging into that in the uh, latter part of our show, which is our meat and potatoes part of the show, if you will. It's a six-part series that we're going to do in three weeks because we broadcast live two days, excuse me, two days of a week, which is on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10, 9 Central here on Talk Shoe Live. We've got six different topics. Is every life sacred? How can I be sure God exists? What about people who've never heard about Jesus? Why should I trust the Bible? How did we get here and why? And the final question, if God is good, why is there suffering? So we're going to break those down. We're going to do two topics a week, and of course we're going to progress into different topics throughout our broadcast of a total of 15 weeks of broadcasting. That's two uh, sections uh, every week for a total of 15 weeks of broadcasting. So it's like 30 episodes, which is going to be fantastic. And we want you to be a part of it. If you want to be a part of our show, if you want to talk to us, if you want to give us prayer requests, if you want to share your testimony that you think will bless somebody listening in or listening later, you can call into our podcast at 724-444-7444. Again, the number to call is 724-444-7444. The call ID is 137 514. That's 137514. Now remember, if you are listening to this outside of the Tuesday and Thursday night time frame of 10, 9 Central, uh, you probably will not reach anybody. It will probably be a busy tone or there will be nobody. You'll just hear music playing and nobody's going to answer because we won't be there. But if you miss us, if you come in at the tail end of the show, we'd still like to talk to you. So call the number and stay on the line. But Justin, tell everybody our purpose of our broadcast here tonight. Yeah, absolutely, Terrence. Um, you know, the CRN Evening Show is uh, is a unique podcast, um, and it's uh, it's something that uh, brings uh, some things to the table that I don't think other media, or other forms of media, I should say, provide. You know, there's a lot of different uh, news topics going on in the world concerning Christianity. Uh, you know, everything related from ISIS to uh, you know, Christian persecution in uh, in uh, Palestine and Pakistan and all these different places, um, uh, and, and it's talked about in the media. Yes, it is. Uh, but here at the Sierra Evening Show, we talk about those Christian topics and uh, Christian news solely. Okay, we we bring a, uh, a a a radio broadcast that just talks about those things. It's centered around Jesus. It's centered around, uh, 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 you know, walking with God, having a relationship with him. It's just a a very, very unique broadcast that we're able to bring to the Christian Radio Network. And for those of you that don't know, the Christian Radio Network is a a group of eight channels found on Zello, which is a walkie-talkie application that we have on our phones. You can also download it uh, for your computer. 
and uh, and or tablet devices found on the Play Store and the iTunes Store. So the Sierra Evening Show's purpose is is to essentially uh, bring that form of media uh, to the Christian Radio Network and to anyone that wishes to hear. Um, it's certainly uh, a great broadcast, and I think that uh, that as we progress, God will continue to bless us and and uh, bring people to Christ. Um, and ultimately, that's what again what it's all about. It's about Jesus. Um, we'll do this, and we'll have you know, one listener per se, but so long as that one listener comes to Christ, um, that's what we're concerned about. So all it takes is that, it's that one person. We're fighting for that one person. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And and just to let our listeners know, we thought that our technical difficulties would end, but Justin, on my end, the call queue uh, uh, program that we're using through Java to talk to you live has froze up on me, so I cannot see anything but white on the screen. So if we lose okay. connection, we will begin our podcast immediately uh, as part two. So just join us back on the call, and we'll try to get this back up to running as quickly as possible. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the purpose of broadcast is simple. We want to reach out to those who don't know Christ, and we want to reach out to those who do to continue to strengthen and educate their faith in God. You know, the history of the Christian Radio Network, like you said, goes back a few years to a man by, by the name of Nelson Ray, who saw a vision to create a means of people to communicate with each other and talk about Christ. And the Christian Radio Network, which our website is ChristRadio.net, and I, you may have mentioned this, but I just want to reiterate it again. I was trying to deal with this technical issue while, uh, while uh, you were speaking, but it's an amazing platform. It's an amazing platform that many, many, many people have used and continue to use. Many people have given their lives to Christ on this platform of Zello, and it's an incredible tool for anybody to use. And I encourage everybody uh, following this podcast or even after you listen to this podcast, join us. We would love to talk to you there as well. And, you know, it's, it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Uh, to see the lives that have been transformed and the lives that have changed. It's just, it's amazing, Justin. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, my testimony, uh, you know, concerns the Christian Radio Network in a major way. You know, I I can certainly attest to that. Uh, The Christian Radio Network has not only uh, given me the, the, the right, sound, true gospel of Jesus Christ to accept, but has also developed my walk with him. And I think many moderators in the Christian Radio Network and many users as well uh, can, uh, can also attest to that. Um, that. The Christian Radio Network provides such a place where we can foster growth for Christians uh, in the Lord Jesus Christ and, and really disciple them to be true, dedicated followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. So as you said, it's uh, it's an amazing platform. It's something that God continues to bless. I mean, we have eight different channels. What is it? Over seventy two thousand different descri- uh, subscribers to our channels. I mean, it's just yeah. something uh, that that God is using every single day. Yeah, and it's it's it's. Uh, I remember setting at home. It was eleven o'clock at night. It was really late, which I was surprised that you were still up. Not trying to give away your age, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but but yeah. I, I mean. Justin, for you guys who, who don't know Justin, uh, his username on Zello is JCMPD, and of course, uh, he he's, he is phenomenal, and I, I love working with this guy on these podcasts. And I, I'm telling you, Justin, if you were a little bit older, and I could rewind time and bring you to some of the the, the broadcasts that I did for some sporting events, man, we would have had a fun, 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 fun time. But we're having fun now. <laughs> but uh, we're we're gonna switch over since we've given you a little bit of history of the Christian Radio Network. Guest number four, welcome. Again, just to let everybody know, if uh, you want to log on to your computer, you can live chat with us during the show and lift up your requests to us. Now, you will be automatically muted when you call in or log in. That's to ensure that we don't have any spam or anybody that has ill intentions. Uh, but, yeah, let's, let's hit our Christian news of the week. Uh, Justin, what are some of the major headlines that we are seeing today? Justin, oh Justin, he must have disappeared. Well, I've got ChristianHeadlines.com pulled up, so while he uh, fixes his headphone there, figures out what's uh, what's wrong, we're going to talk about some uh, Christian headlines all over the uh, all over the country. Uh, basically, Facebook has blocked an ad. I am a Christian for offensive content, an advertisement for the movie I am a Christian about Miriam. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the last name. Forgive me. Life was reportedly blocked on Facebook this week. The Washington Times. Reports that the filmmakers, or excuse me, the film marketers received a notice from Facebook that the ad could not be shown due to its offensive content. 
The ad said, are you a Christian? We challenge you to change your profile picture to this. I am a Christian. Photo for one week. Change your picture now and challenge your friends to do the same. Stand up and declare, yes, I am a Christian. Facebook refused the ad and responded that it went against the company's policies. A member of the Facebook ads team wrote to film promoters, your ad wasn't approved because it doesn't follow our language policies. We found that people dislike ads that directly address them or their personal characteristics, such as religion. Ads should not single out individuals or degrade people. We don't accept language like, are you fat? Want to join me? And the like. Instead, a text must pre present realistic and accurate information in a neutral or positive way and should not have any direct or excuse me, attribution to people. Uh, I'm a Christian was still permitted to use the photo on the movie's Facebook page. It's kind of odd that uh, you know Facebook has, and it's not just uh, Christianity that, uh, that Facebook is censoring in some aspects, but uh, I've noticed that there are several uh, conservative uh, groups that have tried to use advertisements or even posts that have been in good taste, that have not been anything that singles out an individual or attacks a certain cause, uh, that have been a, a neutral post that have been reported and taken down. And it's it's very disturbing, Justin. And if you're with me, I'd, uh, I'd invite you to comment on that. No, Justin is not there. So we're going to wing it until uh, until Justin can cut in and, and fix his audio problems there. Uh, we had this issue last time. Uh, we're both using Skype to do our voiceover content here. But uh, moving on, I want to I want to go straight into our next story off of Christian headlines, and you know I, I don't know <laughs> I don't I, I've never watched this show, but there's a TV show called Empire, and there's a there's an entertainer by the name of uh, Tri Byers who said his faith makes him his Hollywood peers uncomfortable, but an upcom up and coming TV star said in a recent interview that his Christian faith makes some of his Hollywood peers uncomfortable. Trey Byers, who is known for his role in Fox's Empire and Academy Award-nominated Selma, said he has been given a platform to share his faith, and he plans to use it. I know a part of my journey now, the reason I'm an actor now, the platform uh, that I have now, Byers told the Christian Post, I am supposed to share the Lord with the people. All of us are disciples on some level. You don't need to be behind the podium to tell a story. Connect with people and share the gospel, which rings very true. The actor said he grew up attending Sunday school but developed a real relationship with God after an incident where a gun was pointed at his head at the age of 15. Byers said that night, I wasn't able to sleep. I felt something very heavy on me, like, you're not supposed to be here, Trey. I saved you, Trey. I reconciled with my life some of the things that I was interested in as a teenager that I shouldn't have been interested in. God turned me around just like that with a snap of a finger, and I've been a hardcore Christian advocate for God ever since. Byers says that he knows life is about glorifying God. It's working out for the purpose of his glory. If I weren't doing my, do, doing my job and saying, thank the Lord, God is good everywhere I go, I think I would be doing a disservice to him. Who knows how long this life would last? Wherever I am, whether I'm an actor, whether I'm a teacher, or whatever, I'm going to shout to the heavens until it's over because it's not about us. It's about him. Not surprisingly, some of Byers' Hollywood peers have expressed discomfort at his outspoken Christianity. Still, Byers will not let others criticize or excuse me, criticism stop him from spreading the gospel. I had people come to me and say that I am talking about God and pull me to the side and say, put that Bible down, and I'd start talking even more because that's the purpose I'm here for. I can't drop my God to fit in, and I won't. God is building an army all over the place, in Hollywood as well, so it feels good to be a part of it, he said. An interesting article there, a very interesting uh, you know, statement from somebody who is in Hollywood that traditionally has not been very good to, uh, uh, to Christians. But uh, Brother Justin, are you there? I've seen you send a message that says you're kind of down on the connection. Sorry. Um, Justin, are you available to pop on? No, I take that as a no again. That's sad, Justin. I thought we had this worked out. Still down. <laughs> you could you could call in on your on your cell phone. That might help you out just a little bit. We may take his his call uh, via cell phone. But uh, we've got a caller. I was going to wait until later in the show, but I want to take this caller from Northwest Arkansas. Uh, you are on the air right here on the Christian Radio Network CR and Evening Show. Good evening. Well, hello there, Terrence. Oh, is this who I think it is? Well, yes, it is. I think you know who I am. <laughs> 
Uh, folks, for those of you who don't know, I have an interest in professional wrestling and have, have done some work in uh, professional wrestling. And this is uh, who we refer to as Granny Hulkster. Yes. <laughs> How are you doing this evening? Uh, well, I'm, I'm recuperating. I had a um, arthroscopic surgery on my left knee March 4th, and so I'm recuperating from that. But um, for those that listening that may not ever have been involved in wrestling or know who I really am. My real name is Lori Burt, and I live in Springdale, Arkansas, for anybody that cares to know. But, you know, but uh, yeah, Terrence knows me as Granny Polkster, so. <laughs> I think most in the in the wrestling <clears throat> world do, and I, I love it. I, I love the, the excitement that you bring and so much, uh, so much positive energy. That, that she brings, and uh, I was actually on one of uh, one of her podcasts promoting a a uh, documentary that I'm doing on an individual that both of us care deeply about, and that project uh, is set to come out uh, this year. I don't want to advertise that on here, uh, but uh, so what what brings you into calling tonight? Well, you know, I saw your post, you know, and um, I, I I've been dealing with some issues, you know. God has really been testing my faith, you might say, you know, um, here lately. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I've been just trying to get my, you know, walk with God a lot stronger. And I just thought this might kind of help me, give me some encouragement in my walk with God and my faith with God. So that's why I decided to call in. Yeah, and uh, and we appreciate you calling in. You know, God tests us in all different kinds. Well, let me rephrase that. God doesn't test us. Satan is the one who tries us. He's the one that tests us. God yes. is there to provide support. He is there to provide strength. And he is there to guide us through any test that is coming our way. And we are actually next week, we're going to be hitting on a uh, another, <clears throat> excuse me, another, uh, or not next week, but after the Honest to God series, we're going to move over to the Storm Shelter series, which basically is God's embrace in the Psalms. Worry is the absence of faith. And I think any of our listeners who have ever been on Zello, excuse me, <coughs> who have ever been on Zello have heard me say that many, many times. Uh, it doesn't matter what struggle we're going through, what, whatever pit that we're in, we've got to remember, God is the, he, he is like a loving parent. God is like a parent who is there whenever we scrape our knee to wipe off our, our backside and, and put a Band-Aid over the wound and, and send us on our way. He is there just like a parent every single day. And it's, you know, it, it's hard for some of us to to, to grasp that, and That's especially true. when we're yeah, especially when we're dealing dealing with hard times. Well, you know, um, I just kind of wanted to <clears throat> share something. You know, this happened, my goodness, um, two thousand and four. Um, my dad had uh, a lot of health issues. You know, he had heart problems. He was diabetic. He ended up having to get a pacemaker and a defibrillator, and about a year before he died, he we actually found out he had bone cancer. So, you know, mm-hmm. my daddy suffered a lot with a lot of different health issues, and we had to bring hospice in for him, you know, in June of 2004, and daddy went home to be with the Lord July 15th of 2004. Well, a month after I lost my daddy, I actually ended up in the hospital with two blood clots in my right leg. And while I was in the hospital, one of the clots actually broke loose and went to my right lung. Mm. And the doctor told me that if I had not come into the emergency room the night that I did, that I would not be alive that morning. I would have died. Well, here my son was still in high school. This was just right at a month, shortly after a month after I lost my daddy, you know. And God really opened my eyes to a lot of things because here I was trying to be strong for my mom, my son. You know, I didn't really have anybody being strong for me except um, David, who is my husband now. You know, we were only, we'd only been dating right out a year when this happened. But David was my support, you know, through all of this. And when I came that close <clears throat> to losing my life, you know, I thought, God was I think I, I felt like God was trying to show me you need to slow down, you need to you know, not worry about everybody else, but you need to take care of yourself. Right. And I had somebody tell me that 
they started seeing a change in me in my walk with the Lord, you know, and everything. I started looking at things a lot differently. I started looking at things more positively, you know, and I and I realized that God was not obviously ready to take me at that time. God had a purpose for me. And um, sometimes I still wonder, you know, at times what that purpose is, but I have come to realize that, you know, God does have a plan for me. And, That's right. Uh, and my husband and I, right now, we go to a small little church, which I dearly, dearly love. Um, on the average Sunday, <clears throat> we serve, we have about 25 to 30 people come on a Sunday morning. We serve a light breakfast, and sometimes I volunteer and, and bring stuff, you know, breakfast casserole and stuff for the breakfast, you know. I've actually got up and helped sing with the, um, during, you know, lead worship singing, you know, um, a couple of different times. Matter of fact, I'm going to be helping lead worship singing, you know, Sunday morning again, but well, praise God. Um, I, I was in the hospital in December of last year because I had to have another heart test done because I, they thought I was having problems with my heart and praise the Lord. There was no blockage, but we were wow. having a Christmas party and a movie night on December 18th. Well, that's the day that I got out of the hospital. Well, I had told them that I would bring chili because we were going to have hot dogs, you know, for the movie night, and I was going to bring chili. Well, I went home. I got home from the hospital that afternoon, and I still made my chili that night to take to the Christmas party. Awesome. And then the next, and then the next day was mine, my husband's fifth-year wedding anniversary on the nineteenth of December. So you know, God has blessed me in many ways. You know, and God has helped me realize, you know, certain things that I have dealt with. You know, um, you know, back in two thousand and nine, you know, when I was still working, um, I was part of a big, huge layoff. You know, and I remember that day, you know, the devil was trying to, you know, say, you know, you're not worth anything. You're not good enough. You're not important enough. And I remember saying to myself, you know what, devil, you better just move on down the road because God That's is right. in control of this situation and he is going to take care of my needs and he is going to help Amen. me. I, I am going to find a job. And within a month, I still had a job working for the company I was working for at that time. And, you know, I, 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 I no longer work anymore because of my health. The doctor took me off work in 2013. But I, the company I worked for, I worked for, for 14 years. Mm. And, you know who I, and you know who I used to work for. So, yeah. I mean... And I think... I, Go ahead. Okay. I was making sure that you were still there, but yeah. uh, I, I want to point out that, uh, you know, some some very good testimony there and, and talking about some great examples uh, of, of turmoil that we all face. Uh, and I want to thank you, uh, Lori. Stay on the call. We want to talk to you either later in the program or after the show, so we appreciate you calling in. But we want to, we want to let everybody know that God is the source of peace in the midst of turmoil, and every single amount of turmoil that Satan sends your way – Consider the following suggestions for allowing God to work in your life and bring peace. Dwell in God's Word. Read, read, read Psalm 46 daily for the next week. Choose one verse to memorize so that you can remind yourself about God's power during times of turmoil. And take a retreat. Take a retreat that takes you away from everything and puts you in a time alone and prayer and worship, and ask God to give you peace and get involved. Identify a group or ministry that seeks to bring spiritual peace into the lives of people. Determine how that you can help that cause because, you know, in, in serving God, we always need to fellowship with our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. So you're going to face turmoil every day. That's not a pleasant reality, but it's true. But fortunately, you can actively choose to make a resolution in the face of turmoil, be it Intentional, be intentional to let God work a resolution in your life, a resolution of his peace and his presence. Again, we thank you for that call, and we'll, we'll get back to you later on in the uh, program. But, Justin, I think you are back. Is that true? 
Uh, yes, Aaron. I don't yes. know if you can hear me there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, folks. You know, again, uh, being new to talk show, we're going to have a lot of technical difficulties, and, and we, we certainly ask that you uh, bear with us on that. Again, apologize. But amen to what, uh, to what you said there, um, uh, Terrence. Uh, if we allow God to work in our lives, he will lead us uh, through any and all circumstances. You know, we will go, we will go through tribulation. Uh, we will go through times of turmoil. Uh, it will happen, uh, but uh, the Lord is there. He says, be of good cheer, I overcame the world. So praise God for that. Amen. And and moving on straight into our uh, our, our first section here this week, uh, or actually the first section of this week, we'll begin our second section uh, next Tuesday at 10, 9 Central here on the uh, CRN Evening Show. Again, you can call in to us at 724-444-7444. Call ID is one three seven five one four. We'd like to hear from you. Give your praise reports, your testimonies, like uh, Lori did just a second ago. She had a fantastic testimony and giving great examples of the turmoils that Satan threw in her way and how she used those turmoils as stepping stones to get closer to God. But on our session this week, uh, is every life sacred? What is the value of human life for many in our American culture? A mother's womb has become a hazardous site. The plight of the aged is riddled with accounts of neglect and abuse. More than 25 years ago, former Surgeon General C. Everett Koop lamented the devaluation of human life. Quote, when I graduated from medical school, the idea was, how can I save this life? But now for a great number of the medical students is, should I save this life? End quote. Or life, end quote. If we want to understand the true value of life, the best resource is to consult a book penned by the author of life. The God of creation who created us in his image provides us with several insights into his perspective about the incalculable worth of human life. One specific example of this perspective is found in Psalms 139. Addressed to the choir master, the psalm of David celebrates God's intimate knowledge of us and his intricate fashioning of us and his unique handiwork. As the author and sustainer of human life, God values our existence because he values life so should we. We're going to be reading from Psalms 139, verses 1 through 6, and verses 13 through 18. And Justin, if you don't care, would you care to read uh, Psalm 139, verses 1 through 6? Absolutely, Terrence. I'll be reading out of the uh, King James Bible here. You can follow along in a translation of your choice, but this is Psalm 139, verses 1 through 6. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me, Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. Yeah, and, and I mean, just David marveled at the Lord's comprehensive knowledge and awareness of him. The God who created us and who has a plan for us is also the God who is with us wherever we might be. God is always present with his people. He is yeah. mindful of our daily schedules, activities, and thoughts. He goes before us. And behind us. The Lord's presence is inescapable. We never go anywhere, engage in any activity, or any t- entertain any thought outside the knowledge and presence of God. God is neither unconcerned with humanity nor distant. Some people may think God is a supreme being who takes no active interest in his creation. To them, God may seem detached and distant, unwilling to empathize with the experiences and emotions of his creatures. Yet the Bible presents God as one who actively intervenes in the lives of people. For example, consider Moses' first encounter with God described in Exodus 3. When the Lord called him to be the deliverer of his people, Moses was overwhelmed. God revealed his presence to Moses at the burning bush, through the Red Sea, and on top of Mount Sinai, demonstrating that he was always with his people. In the Nativity story, we see the focus on God's presence taken to an entirely new level. The son born to a virgin is described as Emmanuel a name meaning God with us. Jesus was the Word made flesh who came to earth to save his people. Later, when Jesus charged his disciples to go into the entire world with the good news of the gospel, he included his promise, I am with you always to the end of age. 
Matthew 28, 20. God will never leave us nor forsake us. Hebrews 13 and 5. Justin. Yep, amen. Absolutely, I agree. You know, and, and I think that the image of God you mentioned, where God is a distant, uh, sort of like, uh, you know, lightning strike down type figure, um, is, is is produced by Satan. Okay, that's a false concept of what God is. Absolutely, uh, God is a humble spirit. He is a he is a God who desires to have an intimate and personal relationship with us and praise him that he has provided a way for us to have a relationship with him through the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, absolutely. And moving on to Psalms uh, 139, 13 through 16, would you care to read those? Absolutely. Psalm 139, verses 13 through 16. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. (laughs) My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret, and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. You know, the fact that God has developed a detailed plan for every aspect of our existence is further proof of our worth to him. David recognized that he had been fearfully and wonderfully made. God himself is the source and designer of our existence. He formed our inward parts and knits us in the womb. If we take these verses seriously, we are left with no other option than the reality that human life begins at conception. We do not need a medical degree to understand that a life an embryonic form is a life and not a meaningless blob. These verses reveal the stunning contrast between God's view of human life and the view that fueled the landmark decision, Roe versus Wade, which legalized abortion in 1973. According to the Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, more than 50 million abortions have been performed in the United States since 1973. And that's based on the CDC's annual abortion surveillance reports, courtesy of CDC.gov. But What about those children born with disabilities or deformities? These realities are a part of humanity's fallen state. We live in a world marred by sin in which Satan, the prince of darkness, wields his wicked influence. All of creation has been affected by sin, yet this truth in no way justifies the extermination of those deemed by a society to be unfit or unproductive. History is replete with the stories of those who bless others and make significant contributions even in the midst of their disabilities. The human body with all of its members and functions is an outstandingly complex and amazingly orchestrated creation. The Lord created us and orchestrated and ordered all of the days of our lives. Given these truths, it is no wonder that David erupted in praise and wonder. Your works are wonderful. Man. Psalms 139, 17 through 18. And feel free to comment, Justin, on that before you read the, uh, read the next verse. Yeah, absolutely. To that I say, amen. Praise God. Uh, praise the Lord that he has graven us, as the Bible says, upon the palms of his hands. Uh, There's so much life uh, produced from the Spirit of God. Um, and it is through creation and through uh, the blood of Jesus Christ that I thank God uh, just expresses his love for us and his desire to know us and to walk with us and to just uh, uh, have that relationship that 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 he that he wants with us, and I think the relationship that we cry out for as as creations of God, um, as the Bible says, you know, all of creation groans, right? We groan, we we seek for God, um, in a in 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 a in a certain way in our hearts. Now, obviously, we're, we're tainted by the evils of sin, and we want to seek after the the ways of darkness, but. Uh, uh, ultimately, I think God has placed in us uh, a desire to know him and right. praise God that he knows us deeply and intimately, so much so that he has the power to redeem us from the from the bondage of sin. But uh, Psalm 139, verses 17 through 18, How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. Wow. (laughs) 
Very powerful. Because, we, you know, we, we should live in the light, or excuse me, live in light of the fact that, that God values us. He has assigned worth to those who made uh, in his image. Jesus confirmed the truth that God values human life. Aren't five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten in God's sight. Indeed, the hairs of your head are all counted. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. That's Luke 12, 6 through 7. Beyond that, God also knows this completely. Our past, present, and future actions and thoughts are seen by an all-powerful and all-knowing God. This knowledge blew David's mind. It blows our minds today. He couldn't wrap his finite mind around the reality that the Lord, so lofty, or lofty and transcendent, has taken such an intense and intimate interest in him. God's love and care for us is particularly amazing, given that he knows everything about us, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And God knew the worst about David, and he knows the worst about us. Yet, because of his love and grace, he values us and sets his love upon us anyways. The ultimate demonstration of God's valuing of us is the cross of Jesus Christ. Romans 5 and 8 says, But God proves his own love for us in that while we were all sin- or still sinners, Christ died for us. That sacredness of human life is grounded in facts that God created us in his image, knows every detail of our existence, and has given his Son in order to save us from our sins. You know, Psalm 139 shows that God values human life, so should we. Here's my challenge to all of our listeners. Write a letter that values life. Perhaps you'll enclose money to you know, help save babies and enhance lives. Your local school might need a piece of playground equipment that accommodates a child who happens to be in a wheelchair. Show grace. Many people suffer silently with guilt over involvement with a past abortion. If you know someone like this, extend God's love and grace to him or her. Remember, it is not our responsibility to condemn somebody for a choice that they've made, but to share the gospel of Jesus Christ through love, through forgiveness, and through mercy, because that's how God accepts us, is through love, mercy, and forgiveness. Form a friendship with someone who has been labeled. Think about the labels homeless, terminally ill, mentally handicapped, and so on. Getting to know someone will change your attitude about that person. God calls us to value, cherish, and guard human life. Show the sanctity of each life. And I want to share one more before I turn it over to Justin for a moment. The last voices section uh, that, that I found here says, I can't do this. I can't be in a Bible study with all these godly women. I don't fit in here, Sandy thought, wiping mascara stained tears from her face. I've had four abortions. How can God forgive that when I can't forgive myself? These women could be appalled if they knew my secret. Can you picture the church? God's family of faith is the scariest place in the world to share your deepest secret and greatest pain? Perhaps you can. We've got some callers on the line, and, and Justin, I'd like for you to, uh, uh, to, to engage our caller. We've got a caller from Northwest Wisconsin. Good evening, and welcome to the CR and Evening Show. God bless you, and we hope that you're doing well this evening. Yeah, how are you doing? Northwest Wisconsin, you are on the CRN Evening Show. Hey, Terrence, this is Tanya. I just want to um, tell you that uh, I just love um, listening to the stories that you bring, um, and uh, it just touches my heart um, what what I'm hearing um, about the abortion. And, you know, I've personally met um, friends of mine uh, that have, you know, expressed um, that have expressed that they have had abortions and they just feel like their their spirit has left their body, you know, and it just changes their life and they just have this emptiness about them. And, you know, um, all I can do is just pray with them as we all need to do and reach out to those people and, uh, you know, talk to them about God's grace. Yeah, and, and, and Justin and I are obviously... Uh... Not women, but uh, <laughs> for those of you guessing out in, in internet land, uh, what you know, coming from a woman's perspective, what is the hardest thing uh, for a, a lady to share a secret? You know, whether it's abortion or whether it's anything that could, in our minds, be scarring. But you know, in, in a church setting, there's there's many churches out there that accept us for every stain that we have, as Jesus would accept us. But going into a church like that, for example. 
what is the difficulties that in lies for a lady to share those secrets? I would say, you know, the first thing that, that they say is the guilt that they feel. Um, and they feel it immediately. You know, they felt it immediately, um, the conviction, you know, of, of what just happened and um, the emptiness. Um, but just um, talking about it, it, it's shameful to them, you know, and it's really difficult. But um, when you show compassion and uh, just talk about God's grace and that, um, you know, that it is between um, uh, them and God, you know, um, but just bringing it to them and just finding that peace um, that God can give them. You know, on that issue, um, I I think there's a lot of judgment in the church on behalf of uh, those who claim to follow Christ. You know, there's a lot of those who pass condemnation uh, upon others for a certain lifestyle or uh, for doing certain things. And I think to a lot of women, that sort of uh, uh, perhaps dissuades them from coming uh, into a, a church setting and expressing that to congregants or, or leaders, spiritual leaders, in the fear that they will uh, be, ju- be judged um, to the point where they feel, again, that God can't forgive them, you know. Um, and that's unfortunate. I think that's a major issue in our, in our, uh, in our church today or in the church today. I believe that, uh, that uh, we should, uh, like Terrence was mentioning in, in that, um, in that uh, little uh, segment there, uh, that we should be uh, more, uh, uh, I guess you could say, open to those who are seeking and, and wanting that forgiveness and explaining to them that God forgives all manner of trespasses uh, right. uh, and sins. Uh, you know, there, there's only one unforgivable sin, which is, you know, blasphemy of the Holy Ghost. And, and, that, and that's, you know, that's a, a separate thing. We can get into that. But just because you've had an abortion doesn't mean that God can't forgive you. God is extending so much love and grace and mercy towards you. Uh, it's un- uncomprehendable as we just saw. Um, so I, I think that's one of the things, you know, that, that, that we need to, we need to focus on uh, as believers. And I think that's one of the things that dissuades women from coming to the well, church. Well, you know, and, and if I can, if I can add to that um, and just educating them, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the people that I've talked to, you know, they just weren't educated. They thought it was the only way out. Do you know what I'm saying? And um, they just weren't uh, read God's word. They weren't talked to um, about God's word. And and I think just educating them. So that's what we can do um, as brothers and sisters in Christ is just reaching out to them and talking to them. Because, you know, you're going to, somebody's going to come across, uh, you know, somebody that's going through that and contemplating it and thinking it's okay when it's not. And uh, we just need to educate them and just let them know that we care because you might get through to them, you know, with God's help. So thank you guys for letting me come on and uh, let me, discuss, you know, be part of that discussion. Yeah, thank you, Sister Tanya. You, you provided a knowledgeable insight for you know some of our female listeners, and we thank you for calling. Stay on the line, and we uh, we we look forward to your conversation uh, following the broadcast. Or we may even bring you back. We may have another question for you. <laughs> and again, just for our listeners, if you're listening live, Justin, tell them how they can call in to tonight's show. Well, it's uh, it's pretty simple. It's how I'm doing it right now. Uh, unfortunately, again, I was having. Some issues with my uh, with my connection, but just call in at a phone number seven two four 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 seven four forty four. When you call in, you're going to uh, be prompted for a call ID. That call ID is one three seven five one four. If you have created a TalkShoe account, you can enter uh, your uh, a PIN or personal identification number, uh, or press one pound if you are a guest. And that's how you can ta- uh, come into the show. But to a uh, further comment. Uh, about uh, about what you read in that segment there, uh, Brother Terrence. Uh, you know, that whole deal of, well, you know, God's love is, is sort of a, a, a distant love for me. It's not shown. It's not revealed. Is is so untrue. And I think that's, uh, that's a what that many people find themselves in. You know, where is God? Where is he? Where? You know, where right. can I find him? You know, um, the thing is, we need to seek 
You know, the Bible says if we seek, we will find. If we ask, we will receive. Uh, if we knock, the door will be open unto us. That's an amazing thing. If we earnestly seek with our heart, we can find him. Um, it says that in the book of Jeremiah. Seek him with all of your heart. You will find him. And folks, we are more than willing to pray with you tonight. If you don't know Christ, if you don't understand the gospel of Jesus, if you have a question about God, please call and do not hesitate. Uh, we will pray for you. And at that, if there's any other listeners that are uh, that are tuning in, if you have any prayers or, or testimonies or anything of that nature, please, again, do not hesitate to call in. We would love to pray with you, and we would love to hear uh, your testimony. But, Terrence, I think it's time to move into uh, our CRN Word of the Week. I know we touched on that um, uh, in, our, in our last show on Tuesday. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, the CRN Word of the Week, folks, every week, Brother Paul uh, will be posting on the uh, Christian Radio Network Facebook page. If you didn't know, yes, we have a Facebook page. We're also on That's Twitter. right. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot to mention that, right? Uh, but uh, shame on uh, you. Yeah, shame <laughs> on you. Right? Uh, yeah, um, every every week, uh, Brother Paul will be posting a salvational message or, or scripture on our Facebook page. This week's message is found in the Book of Psalms, chapter eighty-nine, verses thirty through thirty-seven, and it reads: "If his children forsake my law and walk not in my judgments." If they break my statutes and keep not my commandments, then will I visit their transgression with the rod and their iniquity with stripes. Nevertheless, my loving kindness will I not utterly take from him, nor suffer my faithfulness to fail. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. Once have I sworn by my holiness that I will not lie unto David. His seed shall endure forever, and his throne is the sun before me. It shall be established forever as the moon and as a faithful witness in heaven. Selah. Wow, praise God. You know, uh, he doesn't break his covenant, right? Once it is there, it is there. It stands forever. If you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, what does the Bible say? Thou shalt be saved and thy house. It is an eternal free gift that God gives unto us. Wow, praise God for that. Folks, tune in to Zello for further discussion on the CRN Word of the Week. Uh, usually we'll talk about it in Christian or any one of our channels, but uh, feel free to jump on the Christian Radio Network and uh, bring up the Christian uh, uh, Radio Network passage of the week. It's certainly uh, certainly very beneficial to talk about those types of things on the network. Yeah, and it's like we talked to our uh, listener up in Northwest Arkansas, Lori, you know, just uh, earlier in the broadcast when you were having your technical difficulties, because I'm going to give you a hard time about that, uh, <laughs> out, 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 of, out of friendliness. Uh, we we mentioned about digging into the Word of God. I mean that is that is not just a, a cake for special occasions. That that is our daily bread because the Bible says man cannot live on bread alone, but needs the Word of God. It is our spiritual bread that feeds our soul. So and, and with that, uh, I want to. We got another caller on the line. Sister Samantha is back with us again tonight, and I want to put you on the line, Samantha. And I I, I want to hear an update. Were you able to get a job? If you weren't, let's have prayer again tonight, because I know that if we pray until something happens, something will happen. Sister Samantha, you are live on the CRN Evening Show. Good evening. Good evening. So how how is the job search going? It's going. Um, I still haven't heard anything back yet, but I'm not going to give up. I'm sure it's going to keep going until something happens. Well, praise God, don't give up, because God doesn't give up on us. If we put that situation, any situation, it could be a job search, it could be financial struggles, it could be a personal uh, affliction that you're dealing with, or it could be salvation itself. Go to God, talk to him, and put your cares in his hands. Take your cares and put them on his shoulders. Uh, Lori from Arkansas stated earlier that she felt overwhelmed. Go to God. Give him your cares. Make your requests known unto God, and he will exalt you in due time, whatever it may be. Yeah. Justin, would you would you care to um, – and we don't have any other callers here. I've not received any other messages uh, uh, from anybody on our messaging system or uh, from our Facebook page. But if you have any uh, 
if you have any prayer requests, we'll still pray for you following the uh, following the broadcast over in Prayer, which is a part of the Christian Radio Network on Zello. You can uh, uh, you can you can look into that as well. But Justin, if you don't care, I'd love for you to lead us in prayer. Yeah, absolutely, Terrence. And before before I do that, you know, the Bible says, "Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you." You mentioned the scripture where Jesus was talking about the ravens of the air and or the fowls of the air, as the as yep. the uh, as, uh, the King James Bible says. Uh, it says here in uh, Matthew chapter six, verse twenty six, "For they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are Amen. ye not so much?" better than they praise god right he takes care of the animals of the earth and clothes the grass how much more does he care for us all we got to do is trust in him i can certainly attest to that with my job um you know god has has certainly provided in, in that respect and i believe wholeheartedly that even if i didn't have a job i still would not be suffered to be hungry Praise God for that. But uh, if there's any, anybody listening out there, brothers and sisters in Christ, please, um, uh, let, let's all bow our heads in prayer. Let's let's give uh, acknowledgement to that and, and, and reverence to God for that. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, we just give you the praise and the glory, Father God, for, for bringing us here tonight. Thank you, Father, for allowing us to have the time to come together as, as brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus uh, to, uh, to worship you, to uh, exalt your name, to talk about the things that you have in store for us, to talk about your amazing love for us. Thank you, Father, first off, that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to be the propitiation of the sins, uh, of our sins, rather, Um, and not only of our sins, as you say in your word, but of the whole world's sins. That's so amazing, Lord, that you sacrificed your son, Jesus, for everyone so that they could have a relationship with you. As you say in your word, you love this so much. Whosoever believes on your son's name, whoever believes in him, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Father, for the provision that you provide in our lives, whether it be the roof over our head, the clothes on our back, the food that we have in our stomachs. For we know that there are many who are not as blessed. We know that uh, we live in, uh, in, a, in, a, in a very blessed country with many resources and many things. And for that, you know, our ungratefulness will incur a great wrath from you. We understand that. But we give you praise. We give you glory that you have provided those things, Abba Father. Thank you, Lord, for that. You know, Father, I just wanted to lift up Sister Samantha to you, Father God. I just pray that you would provide for her, that you would bring to her the right job that she needs. Father, we know that some ca- in some cases, the answer to our prayer is no. No, because you have something in, better in, uh, in store for us. You have something that will bring upon us edification, something that will allow us to grow in you and walk towards the light and abide in the light and walk towards eternal life and not in the other direction. Thank you, Father, that you have uh, you know, your, uh, our well-being in, in mind. So I just pray, Father, that uh, your will would be done in Sister Samantha's life concerning her job and, and, and her ability to to provide for her family and for herself um, as a as a believer in, in Christ Jesus. We give you the praise and the glory, Father. Thank you, Lord, for, again, giving us, uh, us this time to come together. We pray that you would continue to lead us and guide us. We may be able to deliver the message of Jesus Christ unto those who have not heard it and to those who are willing to receive you. We give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God, and you know we we have two callers, North Wisconsin. I believe one of them's Brother Paul. I believe the other one's still Sister Tanya. But uh, I, I can't distinguish because it doesn't show me a number who's who. But unfortunately, no. we really don't have time uh, left in our broadcast to take another call. Let me run through our our website, ChristRadio.net, and if we've got enough time left in the broadcast. We'll uh, answer that other call. Again, you can go to our website, ChristRadio.net, where you can find out more information on the Christian Radio Network. Check out our new Android app, which is available on our website, and download Zello from your iTunes store or your Market Store or the Play Store, depending on what type of phone you may have. If you have any prayer requests, you can complete those on our website by sending an email with your name, the subject, and the message 
of your prayer request at prayer at ChristRadio.net. If you have a Bible-related question, uh, you can also email us at BibleQuestions at ChristRadio.net. And any other questions, comments, testimonies, or anything as it regards to the Christian Radio Network, you can email us at info at ChristRadio.net. And I'm going to see if we can't connect this caller here and and, and see who we've got from uh, North Wisconsin. And if I, Sister Tanya, if it's if it's you. Let me put you on mute again. Let me get this caller to figure out who, who we got on the line. You're on the CRN Evening Show. Good evening. Yep, this is Tanya. And I'm it's Tanya. Tanya. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I think it's the one under that, Tara. It's, it's the one under that. Okay. Sorry, Tanya. Let me let me uh, stay on the line. We'll get right back to you. Let me uh, un, uh, unmute the other North Wisconsin. That's the only bad oh. part about, uh, about this. Uh, North Wisconsin number two, you're on the line. It sounds like it may be me, Enos Yoder. Enos! (laughs) Finally, in the latter end, I got to call in because I said, I'm losing out. (laughs) Wow. So, so, yeah, enjoy it, though. Enjoyed it. But I had just a little bit before the prayer. Amen. We've got got less than four minutes left in our broadcast. Is there anything you'd like to tell our listeners? Is there anything, any encouraging words or testimonies or any prayer requests that you might have? Well, I think it's an hour to do much watching, prayer and watching at this hour and age, and that we definitely need to follow Christ in such a way that we can be aware in the direction that we need to go and withstand the evil that wants to penetrate into our lives without even, almost without realizing it in our daily lives, you know. And that's what CRN is about, to keep encouraging one another. Iron sharpens iron. So, yeah, just to encourage everyone to definitely look unto Christ and become more like Christ every day, that we might be a light in this dark age for we are born in such a time as this that we might stand up and instruct or turn people to Christ. Amen. 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 And we thank you. Yeah, we thank you for calling in, Enos, and uh, uh, stay on the broadcast. We'll see you on Zello. But, uh, Justin, what what did you get from our message where we're just under the three-minute mark or getting close to the three-minute mark left in our broadcast? Quick rundown of what you thought of tonight's session. And just to let everybody know real quickly, our next session next Tuesday at 10, 9 Central right here on the CRN Evening Show is How Can I Be Sure God Exists? If you want to get an early start, Psalm 19, verses 1 through 14. Justin, just a quick wrap-up. What did you think? You know, I think think that book, first of all, really, really uh, summarizes a major question people have uh, not only in the Christian radio network, but uh, j- just a question that people pose uh, to us as Christians in general. Uh, and I think it's something that we should be able to answer and respond to scripturally. Um, uh, I-, I think that God has an amazing love for us. He has an amazing love for you out there, for all of you out there who are listening. Um, and if you don't know him, seek him. Seek him, you will find him. You know, the Bible says, that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. You know, God has placed in our conscience, in our heart, uh, an ability to come to him, to know him, to walk with him, to talk to him, to live and abide in him. Uh, Again, so as long as we are in Christ. But uh, uh, we have that ability. We know that God is real because of the creation of the world, the things that we see. It bears witness of the glory of God. So seek him, find him. That's what I say. Uh, Give heed unto what God is laying upon your heart. Do not harden your heart, as in the day of provocation, as the Bible says, but allow God to reveal to you truth, and uh, ultimately it's up to you to accept it or or, or reject it. But um, I say seek, 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 you will find. That's right. You know, that's the one thing we've got to remember. You know, for those of you who are asking these questions, who may be listening to our broadcast now or in the future, does God really exist? That's a good question. How can I be sure he exists? Well, you can do the studying on your own before next Tuesday. Again, Psalms, or excuse me, Psalm 19, verses 1 through 14. That's our discussion for next week. You can join us again to next Tuesday at 10, 9 Central, right here on the CRN Evening Show. Justin, it has been a blast. 
And I, I said it last week or yesterday or our last podcast on Tuesday that uh, that I hoped all of our technical issues would be worked out. I think they're good on my end. But, but we're gonna have to we're gonna have to fix something on your end. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hopefully, we're able to get them solved. Yeah, hopefully so. But folks, again, check us out online, ChristRadio.net. God bless every single one of you. You can find us on Zello following the broadcast. Thank you so much, and we look forward to seeing you right here on the CRN Evening Show next time on Talk Shoot.